0: This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1765. Don't split hairs with outdated English idioms. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 200 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection, with your American host,
1: Do you get bogged down with minutiae and trivial details, or are you a big picture thinker? In this episode, we'll show you an outdated phrase about details, and you'll get three current ones to talk about your way of thinking.
0: Hello, Aubrey. How's it going today? I'm great, Lindsay. How are you? I am so good. I have a question for you. Ooh, let's hear it. So do you tend to get into little arguments over things that are not really that important?
1: No, actually. I do not like confrontation. So I avoid confrontation. I avoid... I'm a peacemaker. Ah. So if something's small, whether that's with my partner or with friends, I just let it go. You let it go. I don't let it bother me. I'm not going to get into an argument. It has to be a really big deal. I pick my battles, you as they say, where it's going to be a really big deal before I start an argument or a discussion or a fight about something. What about mm, you?
0: Yeah, I'm the same. I'm similar. I am not a drama person. I'm not good at confrontation. I don't do well. Like I don't know how to handle it. I don't know how to do it in like an assertive way. So I mm. do avoid it too. I, I also, and I think we saw that in your Strengths Finder, right, Aubrey, when we did yep. our Strengths Finder quizzes, we, we, we learned that about you, the peacemaker, right? It is an yeah, archetype. Yeah, it was
1: called woo, which was funny. Woo. And it was saying that like very few people have the strength woo, yes. which is an interesting word that means you're trying to convince people to your side. You like to woo people. But it was really interesting because it talked about how people who have woo are peacemakers. Okay. They like want everyone to like them.
0: <laughs> Which it. is so me.
1: They don't want to create any friction.
0: Interesting. Okay. So that's good to know. I love that. I mean, today we're getting into this topic of, you know, little arguments and little things that are, yeah, just, they're not, they don't have big repercussions in life, right? Little details, little minutiae. Just exactly. as a little for our listeners. Yeah. We had
1: a really great question about this, mm-hmm. Kadir from Turkey, was asking, and I'm going to go ahead and read this because it's a really great question. Okay, He said, there's no point in arguing over trifles. He said, in that sentence, I know the word trifle means something unimportant or not valuable, but when I'm writing an essay or a formal letter, I'd rather not use it since it sounds old fashioned to me. Mm -hmm. What I'm looking for is a word that has the same meaning, but is more up to date. I think this is very insightful of Kadir because it is a little old fashioned. I rarely, I know what that means. I have heard it before. in older movies. Maybe my grandparents say it, but it is a little (laughs) old fashioned. You don't hear it very often said commonly. Wouldn't you agree, Lindsay?
0: Yeah. And Kadir's fantastic. Kadir has been one of our listeners for, oh my gosh, I think five years. So thank you to Kadir for sending us this question. You know, guys, if you, yeah, if you have more questions for the show, send them to Lindsay at allearsenglish.com. We want your questions because that's what makes the best episodes, right, Aubrey?
1: Yes, it's so true. You guys have such good insight as you're out in the world speaking English, hearing idioms, maybe in old movies and wondering, do people still use this, right? So let's first dive into the meanings of the word trifle, because you guys will hear that word and it has a few different meanings. The first is the one Khadir is talking about, something that's of very little value. You will hear that like, don't bother her with such trifles, but it is a little old fashioned.
0: Yeah. You know, I, this isn't, it is, I guess it must be old fashioned, honestly, because it's not in my vocabulary. I think of of the dessert. (laughs) Yes. Right. That's the other. Do you like trifle? guys?
1: Trifle is a sponge cake dessert that has layers of like custard and cream or maybe cream cheese fruit. It's delicious.
0: Okay. I actually, I got confused just there. I, I meant truffle, like the dessert oh, or, or the different. mushroom. And oh, that's know. funny. No, all those are truffles.
1: Things. Truffle, Yeah, trifle. this is trifle, guys. Spelled T-R-I-F-L-E. You definitely oh, want to God. download the app so you can get all this, yes. this good vocab today. But yeah, it's a layered dessert. They usually do it in glass. It'll almost look like a punch bowl oh, that yeah. has this layered dessert in it with beautiful layers of sponge cake and fruit.
0: Oh, we actually
1: had gosh. one recently that my sister-in-law has a German exchange student, a 17-year-old girl who's doing a year of high school um, stay, and living at their home. Right. And she made the most delicious trifle I've ever had. It had cream cheese and was so flavorful. She said her mom makes it all the time in Germany. That
0: sounds insane. To die for. <laughs>
1: yes. And it was like raspberry. It was like raspberry trifle. It was like, oh, my heck. It was delicious. Oh,
0: wow. <laughs> and the sugar, right? You shared so with us before. Sugar. You love sugar. And I, I love, love it, too. It. I can't resist a good dessert. So now I'm feeling kind of hungry. So we better yeah. finish up this episode and move <laughs> <laughs> and go get some, go make a trifle.
1: <laughs> so um, there's one okay. other way to use yeah. it, and it's a verb, which means to treat something without seriousness, where you'd say, you know, she is not a teacher to be trifled with, oh. or don't trifle with that. It's not important. So it's a very high-level interesting verb. You will hear it. Okay. It's not used super commonly, but I definitely hear it. I like this yeah. word.
0: Yeah, I love it. So, guys, that is the word trifle and our part of our role here on Allers English is to show you what word is what words are out of date you know, what words are going to yep. make you sound like you come from the 1600s, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and what words are going to make you like, what do words mean? What do they say about you when you use them? So Aubrey, we have some other options for Kadir today, right? Yes,
1: exactly. Because it is, it's a little old fashioned to say, don't argue over trifles, but you do want to talk to this. If someone starts arguing with you about something that really isn't important, this is a good thing to be able to say. Yes. So one thing that I would say is maybe those details are trivial, meaning they really are important, right? If we're yes. having a discussion and someone's really arguing about little things, I could say, I feel like those details are really trivial. Yes. That's not what we should be focusing on.
0: Yeah. This is what I always say about trivia when I can't get the answer. ah, oh, it's trivial. Who cares? I don't trivial. need to know that.
1: <laughs> I mean, like That's very punny. That's a good play on words. <laughs> That's trivial.
0: <laughs> it's trivial. I don't care. Um, so that's the first one. And we definitely, so now we're giving you the ones guys that you should hundred percent write down. You'll see them in the app and you should use these. Don't use yep. trifles too old, but use trivial. The next one I love. And for a long time, I didn't know how to pronounce this. I have to admit <laughs> until I like think a lot of native speakers sure. don't,
1: they see this written and they're like, so yeah, the words minutia, minutia.
0: How do is you say s- minutia or minutia? I say minutia.
1: Okay, I've heard both, but minutia. I think mm-hmm. I hear more often with that soft "i" minutia. Yeah. If
0: mm-hmm. you guys are not in the app, you're not going to get a chance to see this, or if you don't have the transcripts. But just so our listeners know, Aubrey, how do we spell this word? Yes, it's spelled m i n u t i a
1: e. So it's a kind yes. of strange-looking, weird word. It's hard to know how to pronounce it. Yeah. And what's really tricky is the plural, which is actually oh. sounds the same minutia, but without the e. m i n u t i a is the plural. That's I did not mind know blowing. that. It breaks all the English rules. Oh my gosh. I feel
0: like I'm learning a lot from you, Aubrey, on this yes, show. I did awesome. not even know. <laughs> I love it. I thought that was... Both plural and singular. I'm not sure what I thought. But Crazy, now we're right? learning. This is good. We're so learning. minutia. It's so
1: fun. so, now, so again- this just means right, small, precise, trivial details about something. Yep. So you'll I- I've often heard it used in the phrase, let's not argue over this minutiae. Because mm-hmm. we use it most specifically about that. When someone's sort of bringing up details that are t- too trivial, right? They're too mm-hmm. insignificant. It'd be like, now you're just arguing about minutiae.
0: Yeah. But Aubrey, are you someone that Likes to hang out in the details, or do you? Are, are you more of a big picture thinker? Because I know people in my mm. life who can stay big picture, and when they see details, they say someone else can deal with that. But I struggle with that. Oh, How interesting.
1: Are you? That's a good question. I probably am more of a worrying about the minutiae person. Okay. I yes. think my personality, I'm, I'm good at tackling all the small details or something. And I sort of need someone else to yes. see the big picture and give me that vision. I'm willing love to admit it. that about myself. That's why love I have it. you, Lindsay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love visions. I love big pictures. And I want to mm-hmm. be there. I want to dwell in that world all the time as like a dreamer. But sometimes the details hook me and I get hooked. And that's when I'm not my best self is when I get pulled down into the
1: details.
0: Yeah. Because yeah.
1: that's where you can. And spend mm-hmm. so much time, right? All of the minutiae can really take the time to figure out all the yes. little things. That's yeah. a good point.
0: So for our listeners, guys, I mean, we can talk about this at the end, but think about where are you at on the spectrum? You know, are you a big picture thinker? Do you want to dwell in the visions, the big ideas, the big pictures, or do you do best in the details, in the minutiae? You should know that about yourself and your role at work, right, Aubrey? That yes, really matters. For sure.
1: Neither is wrong, right? But you yeah. want to be able to speak to that. That as well, for if sure. you're in an interview yes. and someone's asking you about your strengths, you mm-hmm. want to be aware of what they are and be able to highlight how that makes you a good fit. Yeah, sure,
0: hundred percent, and know the role that you're interviewing for, yep. and make sure that your way of thinking makes sense for that role.
1: Right, totally. Yeah, yes. for sure. Okay, we have one more. This is a really fun idiom, splitting hairs, Mm. which means to argue about something trivial or unimportant. This actually came up the other day with my twins. They had this friend that they wanted to buy them hats. They Uh were talking about how their friend was going to buy them hats at school. They were doing like a fundraiser and you could buy these Dr. Seuss hats at school that are really (laughs) tall and colorful. And I said, I don't want you to ask him to spend his money on you. And they said, it's not his money. It's his mom's money. And (laughs) I said, you're really splitting hairs there. They were like, what does that mean?
0: You use that phrase with your six year old.
1: I knew they wouldn't know what it meant, but I was like, this is perfect. I will That's teach you this funny. idiom here.
0: <laughs> I love that. And did they were they able to like get it when
1: you taught it to them? or did yeah, they, they got it. i I made it really visual for them. So I said, imagine mm-hmm. I was like, take one of your hairs right, and imagine hair. splitting it, you know, And so yes. they were like, okay, we understand. I was like, you're you're arguing about a detail that doesn't matter, whether it's his money or his mom's money. I Don't it. ask him to spend money on you, please. <laughs> (laughs)
0: That's so good. That's so good. All right. I love it. So, splitting hairs, right? I think
1: we talk about this a lot with lawyers. Politicians, oh. right? If they're taking an argument and instead of really talking about what's important, they're splitting hairs by talking oh. about details that aren't really significant.
0: Oh, gosh. Lawyers drive me nuts sometimes. I Working know, with right? lawyers. Oh, no, 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 no. Um, yeah. Okay, absolutely. can help but think about this phrase. Bill
1: Clinton's really famous for this quote when he said, It depends on what the meaning of the word is, is. Oh. That is splitting hairs. <laughs>
0: is that a famous quote? Okay. What was yes, he talking you about heard in that? that? No. This was
1: about the Monica Lewinsky trial. Of course. So, and yeah, no. he was, you know, trying to make excuses. And, and then he said this fa- very famous phrase because everyone's rolling their eyes about that. Like, okay. really? You're splitting hairs about the definition of the word is?
0: Oh, yeah. He what? looked like a fool on, on, <laughs> in that trial. The oh, only quote so that bad. I think of with him is, it's the economy, stupid. Maybe that's not Bill Clinton. That might be someone Ooh, else, actually. But anyways, mm. yeah. So the Monica Lewinsky trial was quite a drama, guys. You know, you mm-hmm. can read about it from the 90s, but we all just we like to forget some things. Yeah. Right?
1: It's funny though. It was interesting because I was in Europe um, right after that happened, I think it was. And a lot of people would ask me about it because they thought it was so foolish yes. of Americans to be so bothered by it because their leaders often have mistresses like and they're like out yeah. and proud about it and no one cares. Right. It's so cultural. It's such a different culture. Whereas in the United States, we're like, how dare he have a mistress?
0: <laughs> yeah. And actually that makes me, that would make another great episode. We should do an episode on that. You know, it's That'd kind of like cultural norms and rules in American culture about, Mm. yeah, about affairs or about what we expect our politicians to be and do and how we expect them to live. It's really cultural and different between Europe and the US completely. Oh, yeah. And I'd be really
1: curious how it is in other cultures. I know Europe a little bit, but a lot of cultures, I don't know. I don't know know if they would care. I
0: know, South America, Asian cultures, very Mm. interesting. So guys, make sure you hit follow on this show to get these great topics. It's A lot of good stuff is going to be coming up in the next couple months, right, Aubrey?
1: Yes for sure. Okay. <laughs> we have a fun role play here where Lindsay and I are roommates and we're divvying up household chores. This is a fun verb, divvy. What does that mean, Lindsay?
0: <laughs> divvy up. So it comes from divide, I guess, right? Divide mm-hmm, yep. up and share. Divvy up. But guys, this is natural and real slang. So good yes. stuff. Yes. And okay. again,
1: make sure you have the app because this word is spelled so weird. It's I I don't know if there's any other words where there's a double V, like yeah. divvy. Who it's
0: would strange. think it would be double V? That makes no yeah. sense, but we'll and go why with it. is it? it?
1: It makes no sense. English, guys. I'm so sorry. I apologize on behalf of the English language. It's so weird. (laughs) Okay, let's go here. I'm going to start us out. I know it's annoying to have to deal with this minutia, but we're both so busy, so it'll help if chores are assigned.
0: For sure. It seems trivial to have a tidy house, but I can't relax if there's clutter around.
1: I know I'm really messy, so I'll try to work on that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you do your dishes maybe 10% of the time. (laughs) I'd say at least 15% of the time. (laughs) It's definitely splitting hairs. Yeah. <laughs> 10, 15. I love this passive aggressive role
1: play. <laughs> or you're trying to say like, you do not clean up after yourself. I'm like, I do
0: sometimes. <laughs> oh, give me memories of the Ugh. days of having roommates in New totally. York. Ooh, yes. Wow. So
1: bad. I know. <laughs> roommates in college. I had some terrible experiences. <laughs> it can
0: be really tricky. It could be really tricky.
1: Funny. All right, guys. Okay. These are such fun phrases. Mm-hmm. Definitely better to use. Not outdated. You'll hear these all the time, but also really high level to say minutiae, to yes. know what that means and throw that into conversation or divvy. These level. are really great high level words.
0: Exactly. And just to go back and share real quick for our listeners, you know, yeah. you said first, you said, I know it's annoying to have to deal with this minutia, but we're both so busy, right? So it'll help if chores are assigned. So here yeah. you're saying it's hard to deal with these details, minutia. Good stuff. Yeah and
1: you said it seems trivial to have a tidy house, right It seems like unimportant, maybe not yes. necessary, but you're just explaining but I can't relax without it so it is important to me.
0: Yeah, I do feel that way sometimes. If I want to focus on my work, I have to have a zen room. Like I have right. to have things tidy cleaned up, up first. Yes. Yes. Uh, and then the last thing, you're talking about the difference between 10% and 15% of the <laughs> right. time you clean your dishes. And I say, that's definitely splitting hairs, right?
1: Yep. Yeah. So you're saying, okay, you're avoiding the actual argument here. Talking about the tiny change in the percentage this is a great example of splitting hairs, exactly. right? You're talking about something that doesn't matter.
0: Yes. I love it. I love it. So what's the takeaway for our listeners, Aubrey? Yeah, some phrases do go out of fashion. This
1: is a great podcast to be listening to to find out which those are and send in your questions if you have any doubt, like arguing over trifles. It is outdated. So keep up with new and native ways to say something so that you can build those connections in English. So like you said, Lindsay, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast.
0: Exactly. And then don't forget, guys, think about the way that you think as a professional. Are you detail oriented or are you a big picture visionary? Right. So, because that's going to determine your career choice and where you should go within a company in terms of your role. So, take a little time to think about that and get a little insight. I love this idea of understanding ourselves at work, Aubrey. Yes,
1: I love that. You need to have thought about that before, before an interview, before you start at a job, have a good, clear understanding of what your strengths are. And if you're a big picture thinker or you're better at diving in and getting some tasks done, better at the (laughs) minutiae.
0: All right. Good stuff. Thanks for hanging out today, Aubrey. I'll see you very soon. Yep. See you next time. Bye. Bye Bye.